Welcome to the virtual church with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and His love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. Amen. Amen. Emmanuel, God is with us. Emmanuel, Amen. Amen. Today, I'm going to talk about something. I'll be very brief. And I'll try as much as possible that I will divide it into two and continue from this week. And I believe God is going to speak to us. God is our redeemer. He redeems out of all circumstances. All difficult situations. But no. That the same God who is our Redeemer is the same God that is our Provider. So no matter where you find yourself, maybe this morning a lot of things are going through your mind. God is saying, I am the Provider. You are thinking too much. You are thinking too much. You can't add anything an inch to what is happening to you to change it. He's the one who will change situations. So stop thinking too much and focus on him. I tell Joshua most of the time, I said, what you see physically has already happened in the spiritual realm. So don't take your prayer life like a joke. You must tackle the thing up there before you see it manifesting physically. So at every point in time, have it at the back of your mind that God is with you. And as you connect, no matter how difficult any situation is, he will provide. And I'm telling you this morning, he's providing for each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As we are about to celebrate Christmas, I want to talk about Christmas. I want to talk about it. And when we talk about Christmas, we talk about the three wise men. We talk about the baby Jesus. We talk about the angels. We talk about the shepherds. But I want to talk about one person that often when we read the Bible, we just pass by. I want to talk about Joseph. Amen. Amen. I want to talk about Joseph. Because when I was doing a study on him, I realized that God, all the things have gone through for the past three years. I thought it was human beings that were fighting. But I didn't realize that it was God who was allowing them to push me to where I'm supposed to be. Now I look back and I say, oh, those people should have pushed more. Amen. So I was, I was studying. God was taking my mind back. Because I look at Joseph and I was asking myself, how was this man able to cope with this difficult decision he must make? 
difficult situation. So I've entitled my message Making a Difficult Choices. Making difficult choices with Joseph. Joseph or All of us have difficult choices to make one way or the other. Sometimes when those choices come, we don't respond right. Sometimes we mess the whole thing up. And the situation even becomes worse. I want us to look at how Joseph was able to deal with such a situation in his life. The steps he took, the choices he made within that short period, and what God did. Let's look at something from Matthew, Matthew 1, verse 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. While he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, an angel shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Amen. Amen. The study of Mary and Joseph offers insight as to how to make decisions when we are faced with difficult situations. Sometimes you are, you are faced to make a very difficult situation. A decision that is not simple. But you still have to make that decision. One fine morning, one very early morning, Joseph had to make a decision. What to do with his wife. Because here was a woman that was espoused to him. Or some, there are some scriptures, some verse you tell you betrothed. That she was pregnant. And he must make a decision. Amen. Amen. But if you look at the Jewish customs, 
First, there are three stages of their marriage. Three stages or three steps of their marriage. The first one is that the parents will engage the other parent. You know, if it's the male, the male will go and engage the, the female's parents. Sometimes the, child, the children even don't know. They are young. So the parents engage that when you grow up, you marry my son or you marry my daughter. So there is some sort of engagement, not our engagement that we do now. So when they are young, the parents will meet and talk. Look, my son, your, my, my daughter is fair and I want fair children. So I want you to marry. You know that kind of thing. So even before the children will go up, they have, the, the parents have married for them already. That is the first stage. Amen. Amen. Then we have the second stage. That is the espouse stage or the betrothal stage. When the children, the, the children know themselves, the families, the families will meet, perform a small ceremony that they are married. You know, they perform the traditional rite, like what we call engagement. That is the second stage in the Jewish era. Amen. Amen. So the families will perform a ceremony to accept the woman and the, the, the woman's side will accept the man. So a ceremony is performed. That is the second stage. And the final stage is the stage where the woman will leave her house, collect everything, and come and stay with the, with the man. That is when they call it marriage. In the, in the second stage, the family will see it as married. Just like what we have. But if those who have married from Pentecost, you understand what I'm saying. Those, how many people are married from Pentecost? After the engagement, if it is not blessed, if you don't bring it to church, forget. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a typical example. <laughs> I remember when I did knocking, knocking early. Two years later, before I came back and did the traditional ceremony. And I told them, bring my wife. They said, no. I have to come to church with my wife for them to bless it. And within the families, we are married, but in church, it's not. And at every stage, it took me two years or so forth. Engagement, two years. Amen. Amen. And Mary and Joseph now, Mary and Joseph were at the second stage where the two families have met and performed a ceremony. 
So it was not something that Joseph can say, oh, we are not married, you can go. No. If there's going to be a divorce, they have to perform a ceremony. Now you get the understanding. That was his difficulty. That was his difficulty. So in essence, they were not fully married. But they were engaged. And if you want to break the engagement, you have to divorce the lady. Mary was espoused to Joseph. But all of a sudden, Mary was pregnant. And do you know one interesting thing? Mary herself did not understand what was happening to her. She didn't understand. She started seeing symptoms of pregnancy. Joseph saw it. The elderly around them also observed. You know, when a woman is pregnant, you see various signs. And they observed that Mary was pregnant. And Joseph, being a just man, was thinking what to do. It was a very difficult situation for him. One early morning, he must make the decision before the stomach starts coming out. What will you do? When you are in a situation like this. What will you do? She was supposed to be married to Joseph. They were not living together. There was no sexual relationship between them. But she was found to be pregnant. It was probably by observation. It was a very confusing time. Mary was surprised herself. Joseph was surprised. Joseph had a very big decision to make. It can be your dilemma too. What do you do when somebody you love hurts you deeply? What do you do? That the wife that you love so much hates you deeply. What do you do when the husband you love so much hates you deeply? What do you do when the son or the daughter that you love so much hates you deeply? Joseph loved Mary so much. Joseph, not to Mary, do, do, do. If you look at the situation, he loves Mary so much. But this is a very difficult situation for him to accept. I have not been with you. How did you get pregnant? How? How can you come and tell me you are pregnant? And without, you have not met any man. Really doesn't make sense. Amen. Amen. But this is the situation that Joseph was in. When someone you love hurts you so much, what do you do? If somebody you hate hurts you, 
It's easy to do it. But somebody that you love. Joseph was deeply in love with Mary. He had, he had great expectation for the marriage. He was looking forward to his wedding. Then boom, she's pregnant. What will you do? The person you love, the husband you love, what will you do? Let me give you a typical example. Let's say tomorrow morning, you wake up and you hear that your husband, your trusted husband, He's gotten a child at Ntankofu. What will you do? Your trusted husband He's gotten a child though, that you don't know at Ntankofu. What will you do? Or Fijai. Or where? What will you do? Amen. These are decisions that come to us in life. Or your best friend, especially the ladies, this happens a lot. Your best friend has taken over your relationship. What will you do? The woman you love cause an abomination. What will you do? You feel hurt? You are shocked. And sometimes you are so disappointed. Sometimes you are so broken-hearted. All kinds of emotions go through you. When people go through such situations, some people withdraw. They don't talk to anybody. Some people, what comes to mind is vengeance. Because the person you love has done something that you hate. And what do you do? You want revenge. If you are going, going out there to have a child, what prevents me from doing the same? Is equal? Then there's no wahala. What will you do? Sometimes you want to even do more than what the person did. You want to do it so that it will hurt the person. When he wakes up, he won't go back and do that such a thing again. How many men? Let's 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 even take another example. You have you have introduced your your fiance or fiance to Reverend Prosper. That twenty fifth. Or 26th, or maybe the second or the first of uh, 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 January, you are going to get married. And you observe that the lady is pregnant. What will you do? When all the preparation and everything has been done. Sometimes it will come to your mind that even the Holy Ghost spoke to you, but you didn't listen. You say that, ah, this girl, the Holy Spirit told me, my mom, amen. Amen. What will you do? I'm trying as much as possible so that you can appreciate where I'm coming from. Sometimes you get so bitter, you start denouncing the girl. 
Amen. Amen. What do you do in situations like that? Let's look at how Joseph responded to such a situation. The, the girl he is espoused to. The girl is pregnant. He doesn't know the source of the pregnancy. Or who the father is. What will you do? Let's read from um, verse 19. Verse 19 to 20. Verse 9. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take, to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. The first thing that Joseph did was that he gave a deep thought. He gave a deep thought. He took a back seat and started thinking about it. Whilst he thought, he didn't act. He thought he didn't act. He didn't take revenge. He didn't say anything against the girl. He gave it a good consideration. When you are hurt, make sure you think before you act. Because if you don't think before you act, you act before you think. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you read in the newspapers, wives killing husbands, husband killing wives, brothers killing sisters and brothers and killing people, left, right, center. They act before they think. Amen. Amen. Joseph gave a deep thought. Joseph Sometimes in situations like that, you feel betrayed. Those people killing each other, they were in Joseph's situation. They acted before thinking about it. Joseph gave a deep thought. When he was thinking, then the angel appeared to him. One interesting thing that the Bible said, that Joseph was a just man. Who is a just man? Somebody who is fair. Somebody who is fair in character and fair in action. Amen. 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 Is God speaking to us? Joseph gave deep thought. He gave deep thought. He was a fair man. He was concerned about his character. He was not concerned about his reputation. Your character is how you yourself, you see yourself. Your reputation is how people see you from outside. Sometimes we are more worried about reputation than our own characters. How do you behave when you are hurt? 
Joseph acted in a way that is different from all of us when we take decisions of that sort. He didn't want to make Mary a public example. Somebody you love has hurt you. When you go out, don't disgrace them. Don't disgrace them publicly. Don't tell everybody the story. Sometimes we show the WhatsApp message to everybody. All the secrets we have shared. The things we have informed ourselves, we sent to ourselves. We tell everybody. About a month ago, one of my managers resigned. I've never read a goodbye message like that before. It was fine, everybody. All the people that supported him. He was fine in his meals because he thinks he's going to America. And everybody was talking about it. And I started laughing. Because in this world, I, I always remember one thing. That if we didn't do anything for him, I remember when he had an accident. I was told to move to Sunyani within one hour. How I got to Sunyani, I don't know. But we have to arrange for them to lift them. Because... He had an accident with the children. Two children. One died. So we have to make sure that we airlift them from Sunyani to Accra. And all the sacrifice that was made. The guy threw it to the dogs. And fired at him. Amen. 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 He want to disgrace everyone. Things that some people that you laugh when they have hurt you, don't disgrace them publicly. Do the honorable thing and live peacefully. Sometimes you see people from other political parties, NDC, MPP. When they move from NDC to MPP, it's a different story. They go and insult the MPP before they are, when they move from MPP to the NDC, they go and say all the dirty things. It is not wrong for you to change parties. But don't go and wash your dating learning in public. Let the person go honorably. Amen. Amen. I believe God is liberating us. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Joseph thought about it. Joseph, and he said, I love this girl. She has broken my heart. But I don't want to disgrace her. Can you also say the same that I love this man? He has broken my heart. But I will not disgrace him. Amen. Amen. Joseph want to re- wanted to release Mary secretly. If the go, if the, if Mary goes secretly, 
He doesn't need to respond to the negativity that will come later. People will say that it was Joseph that has divorced Mary, isn't it? Because they will say that it was Joseph that made Mary pregnant. That's why he wanted to push Mary away quietly before the ceremony, before the final thing, when Mary will come to Joseph's house. He wanted Mary to go quietly so that Mary is not embarrassed. One thing I want you to observe is that Joseph was ready to share the blame for the pregnancy. He wanted Mary to go. So any feedback, any negative feedback that will come, they will blame him too. But how can you come and tell us the Holy Ghost made you pregnant? It was a human being that did it. So he will also be blamed. So he was ready to share the blame. Amen. Amen. He was ready to share the blame instead of leaving everything to Mary. When somebody hates you, somebody you have shared good times with, don't let the person be a public example. Joseph was ready to do it. He was ready to share in the blame. He, does, he didn't want Mary to stand alone. Another thing that Joseph did he wanted to protect the honor of Mary. The girl has messed up. But I don't want to disgrace her. I want to cover her. Amen. Amen. And he also did something. That decision that he took. He wanted to give Mary a future. He wanted to give Mary a future. If me and Mary didn't work for me. I should be able to divorce Mary. So that somebody else will be able to marry her. Amen. Amen. That was the intention. If I divorce you, you can go and marry. And that was what Joseph did. Amen. Amen. He wanted to give Mary a future. Will you do the same? <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's God speaking to us. He wanted to send Mary away quietly. So Mary can have another future. Some of us, if it didn't work for me, we will not allow you to work for you too. We will close all the doors. We will stop and block everything so that the person will not get another opportunity again. Joseph said, I want to give her another opportunity with somebody else. The fourth point that I want to make out of this statement is that Joseph wanted to give the child a fair life. I don't know the child. I don't know who the father is. But I don't want anybody to call the child a bastard. 
I don't want anybody to call the child illegitimate. It is not the child's fault. I am not going to punish the child. Sometimes when marriage goes through difficulties, our fathers, male, our men, we don't take care of the children. The women will carry everything and take care of the kids. Amen. Amen. And our women too. When they are insulting you. When the man has left. When you are there to cut your heart. Hey, they will insult the child. Uh, insult the father who is not there. But Joseph. Joseph wanted to give the child a fair life. Even though the child was not his. But he was ready to give the child a fair chance. Don't punish a child because of the appearance. Joseph wanted the people to recognize that the child at least had a father. Amen. Amen. When you are when you are hurt. Don't act before you think. Whilst he was thinking, one thing that came to mind, Joseph was open to God's hearing. God's leading, let me put it this way. Joseph was open to God's leading whilst he was still thinking. Because he was open up Sometimes when we are thinking, we close ourselves. Whilst he was thinking, the angels of God spoke to him. What Joseph was doing was good. But secretly allowing Mary to go was good. But do you know what God said? God said, you can go the extra mile. Yes, the child is not yours. Yes, I know. Mary has messed up. You want to allow her to go privately, secretly. But I want you to go the extra mile. I want you to take her back. God is saying, I want you to take Mary back. Because the child that she's carrying is of the Holy Spirit. He went the extra mile. Although what he was doing was good, from what we have learned, God said no. You can go that extra mile. Take your wife back. Don't let her go privately. Amen. Amen. Let's look at what happened. Amen. Amen. I hope God is speaking to us. Yes, the place is very quiet. <laughs> when you are in such a crisis, what will you do? The angel appeared to Joseph to do four things. The angel came to give assurance to Joseph. When you are in such a crisis, you must open yourself up for God's leading. 
When you are open to God's leading, God will give you assurances. He will come to assure you. When he comes to assure you, he says, I am Emmanuel, I'm with you. Amen. Amen. Don't abandon, he still loves you. So fear not. Don't be discouraged. The Lord is with you. The angel also came to guide Joseph to show him what to do. He said, take your wife back. Take her back. He also, the angel also came to come and explain the circumstances why Mary was pregnant at that time. And the angel also came to reveal the destiny of the promised child. When you are open to God's leading, God will make you understand some of the things you are going through. Most of the time, behind those difficulties we are going through, although we see those things physically, there is a spiritual purpose to it. The Bible says that all things work together for the good for those who are called according to his purpose. When you go through what you go through in life, it's not a mistake. There is a design. There is a purpose. You only have to see the purpose when you listen to the leadings of God. Yes, the person may have done wrong. You may see it as the work of man. But you will begin to see that it is actually not the work of man, but the work of God. But do you know that there are a lot of things happening in your life? There are a lot of things happening in your life that God is using some people to push you to the place he wants you to be. A lot of us are going through challenges caused by people. But God is using those people to push you to the place he wants you to be. I've gone through some things for the past three years. It has changed my perception. I realized that that thing has pushed me to where I want to be. Previously, I took things for granted. I can eat anyhow, any, eat anywhere. Now I don't. Now I don't. I'm wiser than three years ago. Previously, I hear some things. Oh yeah, I don't care. Now I care, pa. Amen. Amen. Because of what has happened, I was pushed to the wall. I started reassessing my life. And I realized that God was giving me some exposure to certain things. You, might, you are also going through a similar thing. 
Know that what is happening. God is using those people to bring you to the place he wants you to be. So that you can enjoy his blessings. Because where you are now, when the blessings come, you can't handle it. So God is used allowing those people, those people are thinking they are winning. But they are not. If they know that they are working in the favor, in the way God wants it, like they will stop. Like they will stop. I was telling my wife, one of my staff, she has been married for a long time without, without a child. More than 10 years. And then recently, there's a minister in charge of the sector. Or the region. And he called me and said, There's a testimony. God has blessed this lady and the husband with, with, with triplets. But nobody knows. I said the two of them and the doctor. So what do we do? I said, let's go and see here. He said, Osofu, we can't go to their house. People will suspect. I said, let's meet somewhere else. So we met them. And I said, don't worry. Even if you have to go to Iceland, we will ensure you go. You will not go empty-handed. I will ensure you are paid once you are there. Until those children come back. Because I don't know what those three children will be. But one thing that I know that their destinies are established. And no one can change it. But I have to ensure you are covered. By the time the, um, the, uh, her manager got to know of it, she's out of the country. She was out. By the time they realized she was out, they were asking, where is Asumesi? She's on sick leave. Amen. Amen. So, God brings some people into your life. To this lady, she has fought for more than 10 years. They thought that they were punishing her. But to God, he was giving them three children. All the years the locals are sitting, he was giving it to them one day. If they have known, they could have allowed her to bring the thing one one. Now they will see the three. And then they will weep. They will kill themselves in pool. And I see God lifting you up. I see God restoring unto you. Though they think they are pushing you. They are not pushing you. They are pushing you into the destiny of God. They are pushing you into the favor of God. They are pushing into the blessing the Lord has established for you. They think they are worrying you. They are not. God, God is sitting there and smiling and looking at them. That struggle, financial struggle, and you are going through. 
is temporary. It is temporary. This year, the economy has been some way. 100 cities last year, 100 cities today is nothing. No matter how much money you are given, money is nothing. But one thing that I know, they might push you to the wall. But God will give you great and brilliant ideas that the monies that you are collecting will multiply. Those that you see them that they are prospering, as if they are prospering, you are, you are, because you are doing the right thing. Don't be worried. When your time comes, you get to a place you have never thought you'd be. In the name of Jesus. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.